This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy whose fiance wants a threesome, and another guy's not sure who to bring to formal. Check it out, share it with friends. Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. And I say it every episode. I got to say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for getting involved. The Snapchats that I receive, um, they, they, they warm this guy's heart gotta say you know i get i get a snap every time you guys are listening where you're coming from where you're going with it i'm um, jtrain56 on snapchat it literally boils my biscuits every time i get a snapchat from you the listener while you're listening and where you're coming from and on your hungover sundays and i want to thank you for making this podcast a part of that and in addition to that i want to encourage you to keep telling your friends we get bigger every week the numbers keep coming in and this thing is blowing up so get your friends involved your brothers your sisters your mothers your fathers your papas your your pledge brothers your fraternity brothers your you know if you're the whatever you're into tell somebody and you know what you send me the snapchat of you listening, why don't you put that on your story as well? Just say, listen to Papa JT, get involved. Listen to the J Train podcast. It's get a conversation involved. starter. Yeah. Then you get a chick writing you back. What's that? That's that's a sign of interest. There's your first piece of advice for this episode. A girl writes back, What what are you talking about on your story? What's well, this podcast I listen to? And this guy, he talks about his penis a lot. You know, that's a <laughs> there's your opener. Now you're talking about penis. There you go. You're welcome. So keep spreading the word. J Train. And keep sending those emails. The emails are fantastic. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I am very excited about today's guest. Super funny comic. Ryan Reese, thank you for coming on. Hey, man. I'm thrilled to be here talking about your penis. Yes. This is, <laughs> you're the perfect guest. Uh, <laughs> Let's come on and talk about my penis. I, I, I really appreciate it. I'm excited. Guys, be- got to get involved with Ryan. He's super funny, awesome comic. Uh, and he's on Instagram, RR Comedy. That's RR Comedy on Instagram. Get involved. It's my website, too. Get involved. Get involved right now. RRcomedy.com, RRcomedy on Instagram. Are you ready for the emails? we got some great ones. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com here with Ryan Reese. We're going to get right into it. Let's do it. Girlfriend wants another girl. What? You're at a th- I think this is a threesome. I but think did, we're- did they write threesome or did they just girlfriend- Just said girlfriend wants another girl. Girlfriend wants another girl. You ever been? ever had a threesome? Yes. How was that? Uh, it was good. 
<laughs> I don't know. Many, you would hope so. I don't know. I don't know anyone that's ever been like had the threesome. Terrible. Never terrible, do it again. Don't Ugh, do it again. Too much. Too, uh, much. too many tongues on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the one single tongue, and now I got two. What do you? How did that? How'd you make it? Did you make it happen, or did it fall into your lap? No, nah, dude. They made it happen. They made it. Happen. They made it happen. I think that's every threesome story. Is that it's not real? It's like I. I you want to think that there's some guy out there with the secret. Where it's like he can convince two girls, you know, like, but how, I don't even think that's possible. If they don't, you know, you can't really trick so, oh, how did this other girl get here? Uh, you know, you'd, you'd have to sell it in a different way. You'd have to sell the health benefits of, uh, <laughs> yeah, then, like, listen, your, you your know, mindset's going to be better. I heard it's good for stretching. Yeah. You know, if we have another person involved, you know, uh, especially someone who's yoga based. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you could find a, a way around. You gotta, you gotta sell the sizzle. Yeah, yeah. This guy writes up, "What up, Hebrew? <laughs> Feathering your nuts, tickle, well, tickle." Did you have a threesome? I've, uh, I've been involved in the. I think you've had a few. I would imagine. No, 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 no. I one time, and it wasn't really a three. It was like a threesome, but it was like threesome light. Like it was like two girls, a lot of making out, and then one like excused themselves. Did she come From, back? Did she come back? No, she was like, this is, she bowed out. She was yeah. like, okay, I see where this is going. You two seem to be the match here. And she was like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. All right. So Which you, I understood. Like, you know, at that point, you're like, okay, fine. All right. So you had sex with them one, the other one stole your TV. Stole my TV. Literally <laughs> walked out with my TV. I was like, listen, it's worth the cost of admission. You know, this guy writes, I'm 23 years old, recently engaged, and I've been dating my fiance for eight years. Ugh. 23, eight year relationship. 15 he was 15 15 15 Ooh. it's a good time to lock it down <laughs> i've been in the relationship for eight nine years but i'm 30 now you know yeah I mean? so it's a little different but a little different I hear not he, much no i hear what he's saying <laughs> but you've been there yeah my fiance has told me she has a fantasy of me watching her hook up with another girl or maybe even have a threesome before we get married this is one of those things that my fiance brings up that i'm like what else are you thinking Wait, this isn't. This, if she's willing to say this, what are we missing here? Well, I don't understand the the whole not get involved. Like, uh, uh, I want you to watch me hook up with another girl, but you're not going to hook up with that other girl. You're just going to fucking stand on the sideline with a Gatorade and a towel. I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing would look feel le- more creepy. I feel like <laughs> just sitting, just sitting in the corner, smiling, slow whacking. Just like, <laughs> oh, yes. And it, it, to me, at that point, it's like, oh. Are you a lesbian? Like, I would I have that question. Uh, even worse, what if you finish before they do? <laughs> if. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go watch the think... game. You guys good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's the worst post-come. Just like, you come and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? Like, of all the what have I done, you're like watching them like get into it. And you're like, I'm done. I, um, I kind of want to just like eat. <laughs> this guy, she had this idea ever since we went to a comedy bar a couple weeks ago in a gay neighborhood in the city of Chicago called Boys Town. I've been there. Obviously known for the many gay men and lesbians who live there. But they also have a, I've been to a comedy show there. Uh, they have one called, uh, you ever been to Chicago and done comedy? Well, yeah, I didn't know they had a comedy show. I just happened to be. <laughs> just in Boys Town, just hanging just, out. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I know there's a show called Entertaining Julia, I think. It's like, uh, but whatever. And it's in that section of town. I told her that I'd be pretty fucking hot and I'd get a raging boner thinking about it. <laughs> this guy isn't good at sexting, I can already tell. <laughs> hey, I want, hey, baby, I want to have a threesome. That'd be pretty fucking hot. I got a raging boner. <laughs> is this, this Paulie D? Yeah, this, the Jersey Show. We haven't really talked about it much since. Him. 
We go. On, we do go on date nights to the city here and there, and we plan on trying the uh, tying the knot next year in October. My question to you, J Train, is: How can I bring this up to her again and start making plans without sounding like a horny pervert and making it seem like I want another girl instead of her? I'd really appreciate advice on this because I don't think I can do it myself or ask any of my friends because they're idiots. Thanks, man. Hope to hear from you soon. Surprising. No, no friends at Harvard from Raging Boner. Yeah, no Raging Boner. <laughs> also, <laughs> he has a res- He's he's the chief on the reservation. Chief Raging Boner on the reservation. What do you think? How does how does he bring it up without being i think he sh- i think as soon as he said raging boner she was like nope this yeah. is never <laughs> happening <laughs> sounds like she's not into boners that much anyways I, I i think i think she baited him i think she was just trying to see where his head was at and as soon as he was like yeah let's do it I'm yeah right now she and then was she like, was like oh no bad idea he wants it too much uh-huh i don't know i i think with this situation one i mean there's a few things that I don't the the eight-year relationship since 15 now we're engaged and she's like okay i want to start getting crazy sexually with other people is like, I don't know if that's a great sign, but listen, these are the waters you swim in. Let's go with it. How would you bring it? I already know my move in this situation. What would you do? My move. Okay. I would say you need, you need to get her talking and the rest will come. So you need to get her, you know, you got to have a sexy talk. So like I'm saying, Next time, you, if you're with your girlfriend, she's already... The thing is, and I, I do understand where this guy's coming from, where it's like, they bring it up, they, they bring up something that you're into, it's in your head for like, a, both heads, for a, literally a week, and you're like, oh my God, if I bring it up, I'm going to look like, I'm like, I need to have this right now. <laughs> you're going to look, you're, you're going to want it too much. So I get where he's coming from. I, the way you play it is you make her think that she's bringing this up. Uh-huh. So the the idea is you don't bring up the threesome. You bring up girls. So what you do is you go make it a hot date, like one of your date nights. You go out. You're out for dinner, and there's a, you know, get like a few drinks in. And then the minute you see a hot chick, you go, you just look at your girl, and you go, what do you think of that girl? Leave that's, it open-ended. That, that, I feel like that's still a roll of the dice. I think, I, I mean, I like the conversation thing, but I think I would be like, uh, sweetheart, you want to hear something crazy? You know my buddy Matt? Him and his girl just had a three-way the other. I know, oh, right? you, you just make up a story. Oh, yeah, totally. What is- <laughs> <laughs> just worry, like, I was listening to the uh, J-Train podcast, and they were talking about- They are telling this sweet threesome story. Yeah. Or- I just think saying the word threesome means that she's going to be like, I know why this is coming up. I brought it up in the past. You know, oh, like, oh, yeah, like smart. I think, like, I think, like, she's no dummy. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, like, like, if he just writes threesome on a paper and just puts it across the table, she'd be like, "Wait a minute, you know." I just think the idea of getting her to talk sexy about another woman. So it's like, if, if the night she brought it up, she obviously brought it up in reference to maybe a certain type of girl. If she has a certain type or has a look, I mean, most people's look is as close to them. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. There is was, it? There was a study done where they uh, took uh, genders and mm-hmm. they, they changed them. They changed, like, they would take your photo and yeah. they would transform it to what you would look like as a woman. And they mixed it in with other uh, women. Mm. And every time, the person always picked themselves. That's a little scary. Isn't it weird? It's weird. And it also explains why a lot of couples look like brother and sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's interesting. But I would say, like, so that's the thing. Take a girl that kind of looks like her. And as she walks by, just be like, what do you think of her? And see, I think when you keep it open-ended, then it gets her talking like, yeah, she's hot. She's pretty sexy. Uh, what do you think? And then she's asking, what do you think of her? I think she's cute. You know, I don't know. Remember when, you know, and then it's, now you're having the conversation. Now you're in hot chick land. 
Now the conversation is leaning towards we're talking about girls and their looks that's and a, what we think is sexy. That's a different question, though. I don't like the threesome when you're in a relationship because uh, women never pick good-looking women. Really? If they're gonna, well, they're gonna, but they're not no. gonna pick someone hotter than them. No, and they're also, in the, but they usually pick women that you're like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, but it's also not your girlfriend. So anything that's not your girlfriend is pretty hot at that point. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Old sex never beats new sex. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So uh, I, I gotta say, I don't, I don't know, but I think I just think like having the conversation about like a a a what uh, what's the best way to put this? I would say a like a um, this is great radio right now. A off sex conversation. So it's like do one street away from Threesome Alley. You can do it with food. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, you wanna go, you don't wanna drive right down Threesome Alley. You wanna drive down, look at that chick way. You know? And and then take a right on a threesome alley. So I think that's the best way to get into the conversation. You're right about that. And I you know, I will say, like, obviously I'm in an eight year relationship and I am engaged. I'm sort of in the same situation as this guy. You're uh, you're, you're in the same situation. Are you this guy? Well, <laughs> are, you, are you raging boner? Yeah. Yes, I am raging boner. Chief uh, raging boner over no, there. No, but like he I think it's good advice, like you're saying, to kind of you know, casually ease into it. But if you've been in a relationship that long, you're very comfortable talking to this person. A hot chick walks by, you could go, I'd love to see you fucking make out with that chick. You know what yeah. I mean? So you can get into it a little bit more because of the, you I know, do, you're so comfortable with this Yeah, person, it's just so. the the idea of making it a sexy conversation, if she's had it on her mind, she'll bring it there. If she hasn't, maybe she's forgot, uh, left it at that. Maybe she's not the right girl for you. How about that? Maybe. You know, she's selfish. I don't like this chick. I just can't wait for this wedding. <laughs> you know, I I do. And then you just look over and there's another chick there like, Wink! you know, like bring her in. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Ryan Reese. RR comedy on Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. Sentimental curse. Shalom, J train. <laughs> I'm a female listener and just some background info. We got a chick email. I find myself an 888, but feel free to make your own judgment. She gives her Instagram. I don't want to give it out because I don't. She didn't really give me the go ahead. I just want to start by saying that my team and I listen to you every week. We wouldn't survive the college element without your blunt and hilariously realistic advice. Thank you. Not only do you bring me and my team members together, but it's nice to know that there's someone out there who's able to cut the shit out of life. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm 21 and a junior at a school, and I'm a D1 something player here. I'm not going to, I just don't want to go into it. Uh, usually people will email back, they'll be like, cut that out, you know, whatever. Anyway, by the way, we're ranked blank in the nation. So they're doing well, they got a good team. Anyways, I've been having trouble with one of my guy friends from home recently. He's a very old friend, and we met when we were 10 at my old country club. That's a very J-Train podcast <laughs> sentence right there. Yeah. We met when we were 10 at my old country club. Like, there's a new country club. Very, very uh, classy listeners you have here. The classiest. We started to date our senior year before college. Truth be told, we broke up at the end of my freshman year and continue to have a long and dramatic on and off period together. We stayed friends through it all and we still talk on a consistent basis. I've had two boyfriends after him and both have failed because every time I try to move on, either me or him always come back with some sort of sentimental feelings. I don't know if I want to keep the friendship because I know... He can be, uh, I don't know if I want to keep the friendship because I know he can be a great guy, but I also want to be able to move on to a new relationship that actually lasts. 
what do you suggest I do? Can I live up in the fine selection of D1? Can I live it up in the fine selection of D1 athletes that can eventually lead me to a boyfriend and be friends with them at the same time? Or should I leave them in the dust as an old memory? Thanks for your help. Always trying to get your name out there to the sports community. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks so much. What do you think? Well, I, I mean, it depends it's on It's the friend that you keep coming back to. You have that person in your past? Uh, if you have someone you keep going back to, you're never going to move forward. You know what I mean? You're kind of yeah. chained to that person. Is who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different for guys. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I got a deep bench that I keep. You know, it's different in the for guys in the way that like I can have sex with a girl and then a minute later just be like, okay, see you later, see ya, <laughs> like and and think nothing of it. And it's it's like I can shower it off. <laughs> like I can jump in the shower and be like, that was an experience. I'm moving on mentally, physically, everything. You hope you showered it off. You hope you showered. <laughs> this is the hope. But I, I, I do think uh, what she's saying is like a big is a big issue for a lot of people. What does she want? Does she want a date? Does she want a boyfriend? She wants to move on, but she sees what's going on in the past. She's seeing that every time she goes to a new guy, there's this guy just just there. And you're right, it's a crutch. It's it's it, yeah. If if you, I mean, like as a guy, if you want to keep hooking up with exes, that's what you're doing. But I mean, if, mm. it, with a woman, if she's looking for a relationship, she's got to. She's got to stop that. Yeah, and, and here's the problem with the friend that's the ex that you keep around, that you keep going back to, is that when you date somebody and you are having problems, they become the thing that you're le- – they become that thing that you're like, well, I'll just fucking go back. I'll have someone that's going to hug me. Yeah. You know, because when you date someone, like the, – the, the thing about a breakup is that it's – and I said this a lot in this podcast. It's one – you live in this this period of time after a breakup where it's just one less person to hug, one less person to text. There's a quietness about it. And it's, you want to fill that void. And the only thing to fill that void is usually someone you've just left. It could be the person you just left or someone that you've left in the past because it's just easy. There's some – you know the, the way about, you know, the back and forth you guys have. You know, the old jokes. There's no pressure to, like, open up a new conversation because you can always go to, you know, old conversations you've already had. So you can always check in on those people because it's safety. But it doesn't really let you grow. It doesn't make you a new person. So if you – as far as him being a friend, you're not friends. If you guys hook up every time you break up with someone, that's just a guy that's looking to get off with you without having to find someone new. Well, a guy's never going to turn down a, a hookup is what it this is. is uh, yeah. Women keep guys around because they, they always want to have someone mm. in, or be in a relationship with someone. You know what I mean? Like if a girl breaks up with a guy, it's usually for another guy. A girl yeah. never breaks up with a guy for no one. That doesn't happen. It Very rarely. No. No, there's always another dude. Yep. Uh, but uh, in this case, I don't know if she wants a boyfriend. She, I'd say give a year, at least a year of uh, no hooking up. Yeah, I, I think it's okay to be friends with this guy if you never want to hook up. If you never hook up with him again, but you got to break those ties. You, and to, to do that, you have to take some yeah, time off from yeah, each other. You got to so, reestablish the new relationship and the boundaries. Yeah, and you know what? The thing is, I I had this with like with a comedy manager. I remember like just like a manager. I was working with a guy that like it was fine. We're doing okay, but no, you can't find a new manager when you have an old manager. You should have never hooked up with him, though. I I should have never fucked that manager. I know. It's fucking gross. It's a rough business. I just think, but the thing is, you can't, um, so I had this manager for a while, and it just wasn't, like, becoming anything. (laughs) I'm just just like, oh, he can only relate to a relationship when he's talking about having a manager. (laughs) (laughs) My longest relationship was uh, with a manager. With a (laughs) manager. Man, I love. But I'm, I'm trying to. I'm saying the point is that I'm trying to make is that I remember I was working with this manager, and then it was like 
I couldn't really, nothing kept happening. Nothing kept happening. And I was like, you know what? I, I got to find something new. But you couldn't find something new until you cut ties with that old mm. manager. You couldn't go, because then you'd go talk to people and they'd be like, are you working with anybody? And they'd, you'd be like, well, kind of. You couldn't really be like, no, I'm all in. I'm looking for new. And the, the, It's complicated. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying like the only, and the minute I left, I had nothing. You know, in the in my mind, I was like, "Why would I leave someone that's trying to get me work and trying to put my name out there?" But if it's not working, it's never going to change. So I, you know, to find yourself the next thing, you have to have that moment of loneliness where you're like, "Oh, nothing's ever going to work out." You know, and that's kind of where you have to be with this guy, where it's like, "Listen, if you cut ties with him, maybe your dating life is going to have its moments where there's no one to talk to." And that's the scariest part. But you can never find the right guy if you're always fucking tiptoe. You have one toe in another water. Yeah, I say cut him. You got to cut him as a friend. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Ryan Reese. RR Comedy on Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. Emergency formal help. Where'd you go to college? Uh, NYU. NYU. Do you have fraternity? Yeah. You have the formals and nah, stuff. Nah, nah. It's a, it's a much, it's much different. Different. Yeah. They don't have like we had the formals. We had set. You know, we had the Christmas formal, the regular form. You know, we had all these things, all date events. Shalom, Rabbi J. Train. Got a <laughs> got a question for you. I recently got out of a relationship. Had to find an emergency formal date for next weekend when my fraternity and I are going to the beach. I had a friend set me up with a really cool girl that gets along with everyone in our chapter. Normally, I'd follow the 0 to 100 rule and not worry about the chance of me getting laid. This one's different. Since the girl is an 887, so we have a rating system here in the podcast. Okay. Face, body, personality. It's the area code method. Okay. 887. All right. So face, body, personality. It's a, it's, a, it's a catch. All right. And one of her friends tried to set me up with her a while back. I figured being a fun guy and not worried... Uh, about getting laid gives me the best chance of getting some action while there. I've never been to a fraternity formal before, so what's the move to being the fun guy she'll want to sleep with? <laughs> he knew what he had to do, and then he knows how do you be fun? Be fucking the move is that. What do you think? Not care. Not care. Not care at all. Girls I, love a guy that doesn't care. Not care. I mean, you could also like I you know uh, uh, I know some guys that uh, like to insult them a little bit. Mm. Like not 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 insult, okay? Mm. I mean, just you know, uh, find a defect that isn't like really there. Be like, oh wow, that's a that's an interesting dress you have on, and just leave it at that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because for the rest of the party, she's gonna be like, what what does that mean? What's that? Hey, mean? What does that mean? Was that? It's not a compliment. <laughs> it's not an insult. But now you're in her head. Uh, now you've completely disarmed her. He has to go to the formal and act like his penis doesn't exist. That you know, like oh, this dick just for peeing. <laughs> That's he has to go to the formal and act like and you go you have the best fucking time you dance you start you, you dance with your buddies you dance with other people's dates you dance with your date and you have a fucking blast and you rip shots and you have a good time and at the end of the night you guys are as a, the more you're smiling the better don't talk about your ex don't talk about your ex don't go in there and be like and try to make a move in a way you've never done it before you go to the formal with no penis, and then your penis will arrive. <laughs> that's the move, because yeah. that's a, you know because you sometimes you go to these forms and you're like okay here's how I'm gonna play it. That's the worst thing you can do is to have some sort of plan. Your plan is to go in there and have the best fucking time and hang with your buddies. She knows him. She it's she like a him. setup. Yeah, but she knows him. 
Like she's she's done her research. This is yeah. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. So listen, man, she agreed to this, mm-hmm. so he's already winning. Yes, he's already head on. Points. That's the well, that's the that's the good thing about a formal. And if, if if someone's going with you to their to your formal, they've already said yes once. Yeah, you know, and that's not to say. And I know that can go down the road of sounding like a little bit rapey, but I, I'm saying the you want as many yeses as possible because that's just them agreeing to have fun with you. I mean, I don't mean it to sound that way. It's more that hey. Yes, I want to go with you. That is already, mm-hmm. you're right. They're winning already. He's ahead on points. Just play smart ball. Just play. Time. You know, don't play. Play some prevent defense. <laughs> you know, don't let, the, don't let the, them get behind you. And listen, <laughs> don't think about the sex. Just think about having fun. And listen, sex doesn't happen without a makeout. Yeah. Okay, so let's remember that. So you got to make out, you got to get a chick to make out with you before you can even have sex. So, you it, it, to sort of think of to go into these formals and be like, oh, I gotta get gotta get put this boner to work. That's not what your goal is. <laughs> your goal is let's have fun and let's get to that makeout. Let's see if we can make that makeout happen. But that only happens if you're into everything else but pushing for it. Yeah, this is this is yeah, this is like a, a an interview almost. Like you have the job pretty much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like your 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 boners got made it to the second round of interviews. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of unemployed boners out yeah. there, and you're on your second round of interviews, and uh, they already like you. I you're, really want to work at this company. You, you're right uh, for it. You seem like the right fit. Yeah, you know? this, this company's got it's waxed, which really is, fits into my profile. Yeah, oh, just don't say anything stupid. I love that this company has double D's, <laughs> and I just want to want to work with you. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com, here with Ryan Reese, RR Comedy on Instagram. We're moving through these emails. It's great. Podcast at gmail.com. N- need new chicks. Is, is that an email or an ad? <laughs> need new chicks, the new app brought to you by Bumble. Um, my friends and I go to a private religious school in Central Texas. Oh, boy. Ooh, I, uh, remember when I gave the advice that you don't have a penis? Now nah, I, I think I lost mine just now. <laughs> and are having some trouble meeting new girls to hang out with. Essentially, since we're juniors now, we have the same circle of girls that we always hang out with. And most of these girls are either unavailable or in some sort of relationship with our brothers. This never used to be a problem, but our fraternity has been ruined by a recent membership review, and we no longer have any sort of parties or events. Our school doesn't allow houses, so we're limited to begin with, but at least have had limited to begin with, but we'll have had some events. Now all we have are the mediocre bars that our small college town offers. How do we branch out and penetrate new circles of girls to hang out with? Help me break the flat circle of having kickbacks with the same people. Uh, Thanks. Love the podcast as always. What do you think? That's a proximity problem, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's saying there's no new women around. Yeah. Like, unless I'm unless I'm hearing it wrong. No, but he he's saying I think what he's saying is they and this happens a lot and it happens in college it happens in high school it happens in college it happens when you graduate you're comfortable hanging with the same people and mm. at a certain point men are going to be men women are going to be women and they're going to try and fuck each other yeah so now you have these interpersonal relationships with histories and now the whole group is all fucking sharing the same spit. <laughs> so, America. Uh, this is America. But I'm just saying, this is what happens. So it happens in, I, I'm telling you, high school, college, post grad, because listen, you're going to want to go out with, especially when time is limited, you want to go out with the same people that you know you'll have a fun time with. And sometimes there's just this group where you almost become like brothers and sisters. Mm. You know, everyone's exchanged saliva, and you get to a point where you're like, well, 
we've we've fucking kicked the tires on this one, but we all still like hanging out. And especially if your buddies get girlfriends and stuff like that. So like the guys with girlfriends, they don't need to find new tricks. And if they do, they're gonna get in trouble with their girlfriend. Sure. So you have a you have a group that's been established, and it's like, how do we get outside of ourselves? I think you gotta go to New Town. New Town. Yeah. Well, I'm from Long Island, so yeah. like you know, when when we would always go to, uh, we'd hear about a better bar in another town. Mm-hmm. We go to another town. We try a new place, mm-hmm. but it's also different in Manhattan because there's so many options. And- Manhattan has so many bars. I think when it comes down to, it has to be a team directive. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, when a company, like a large company, will be like, "We're no, we're going in this direction now," and they like yeah. when you turn a large boat, you need a couple guys to steer the yeah, yeah. steer it. It can't just be. You know, I will take a right. No, everyone's got to be on the same page. We're going to go that longitude, that latitude. We're going to direct the ship in that direction. It's going to take us a little while to turn, steer things in that way. So I think that's got to be the same thing for this group of guys. What's the direction? New chicks. New vagina. That <laughs> Vagina island, tally-ho. Oh, I've heard of this island. <laughs> I, I, I just think this is, so what he has to do, you and your friends are the company. Sure. And you have to make the new, and the directive is new chicks. And so it's all about being bold. You need to start jumping off some cliffs. So they have to sit, so you go to like the single guys in this group and you say, listen, we're going to have a pregame at our apartment. It all happens in the pregame. Okay. The bars are very tough. No, the, the bars, the bars are a very tough place to introduce yourself to new chicks. So these guys are in college. They're in class every day. There are girls in those classes, okay? So if you have an event, a pregame or something like that, where you're like, we're going to do some sort of Halloween event. We're having a Halloween party. Just for example, since we're in Halloween season. We're having a Halloween party. We're doing a specific type of shot that we invented, and you and you sell that sizzle of the party to some girl that you have in your class that you've been talking to or nodding at. There's always someone that you're nodding at that you're not talking to. Mm. So it's, you know, you jump off a cliff with that girl. Can they have events, though? Because I, I think... I'm sure if they have their own apartments, then you can have your own. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. It just has to be a place to start the night. Because then at least you're bringing new girls in the fold where they'll feel safe in the numbers. And you have, a, you know, you have your four single friends. You bring in four single girls. If, they, if they're freaked out about the booze thing, I go with like a movie night. Or like uh, any event. Mo- I'm just saying yeah. any, any yeah, yeah. event yeah. where you say to someone, hey... We got this thing going on. You and your friends, get on over here. Bring your new vaginas. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> and I'm saying, and, and this is, and <clears throat> this also happens in the post game. So, you know, so my advice is twofold, okay? Make your apartment a center of something happening. So, and, and invite people back. And this happens at the bar. You know, I, the bars are a tough place to open with chicks, but they become easier when you have a place to close with them. So mm-hmm. if you say, if you go to the bars with your friends and you're like, hey, these four girls are over there. Let's go talk to them. What's going on, girls? You guys want some shots? We're hanging out. Oh, cool. I'm my, here's my, just, get, and you don't have to, we all like try to plan these things of what to say. This is my name. What's your name? It's as easy as that because we build it up in our heads. Hi, I'm Jared. We're going to do a fireball shot. There's four of us. Do you guys want to do one with us? Boom. It's as easy as that. And I know it's easier for me to say than it is to do sometimes. Sell them on the after party. And then, hey, and then you start mixing. 
Where are you guys from? What school do you guys go to? What major are you? Mm -hmm. All those normal questions that get you to the next question, which is more fun and exciting. But if they're not even receptive to what's your major, then they're not going to be receptive to, you know, what <laughs> what do you guys do? You know, where are you guys from? And, you know, all those more personal questions. Well, and be honest, too. Be like... Wow, it's it's cool that we met you guys. Like, it's really hard to meet, you know, a different group of girls. It's fun. Yeah. You guys want to come hang out? Whatever. Always have something else to do next. But this you know. is and this is where the advice comes in. Then you guys tell these girls, listen, we're having a post game when the bar closes. Okay, we got a case of champagne, some T Swift <laughs> on the on the ones and twos, and we're gonna have a fucking and a bunch of pizza. Oh, Are pizza. you guys in? Pizza is very important. Pizza, pizza. champagne, and T Swift. These girls are gonna be like. Did we just find God at this bar? That's what it is. You Make just sure gave you the them pizza. the three things they want. T-Swift, pizza, and booze. Always. And, and if you have that waiting and you just act like, and don't make it waiting like as if it's been waiting for them. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be that creep. But you want to be like, we were going to do this anyways. We were actually going to order some pizza and we have a bunch of champagne in the fridge just by chance because, you know, our mom came this weekend and we we're going to do a mom's weekend, but then it got canceled. Just make up some fucking story that makes the champagne not seem like it's been waiting for them. And then just bring it back. So it's either in the pregame you find these girls in class or the postgame at the bar and you have a place to go. Right. It's all about changing locations to get a new crew because changing locations and safety and numbers. Those are the two things. So... And listen, there's gonna be if there's one chick in that group that's miserable, they're gonna leave her behind because they want to have fun too. These girls want to find new dudes in the same way you want to find new girls. Everyone's looking to branch out. The problem is you got to do some branching, and that's a fucking pain in the ass. Got to work. Got to put in the work. Jtrainpodcast@gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Ryan Reese at RR Comedy on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Fantastic comic. Go check it out. J train podcast at gmail.com. 21st birthday. Hey, do you remember your 21st oh, birthday? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What'd you do? Drugs. <laughs> Lots of drugs. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> where do you remember where you went? Sure, man. For my uh, 21st birthday, we had, we had a couple of uh, events. Uh, first one, I went to a place called the Sound Factory in New York City. Okay. That's, it's gone now. But, uh, you know, like from, if you're from Long Island, uh, you know, you want to go to the city and party in nightclubs because uh, that's where all the, the hot chicks are. And yeah. The, the Molly and just, mm -hmm. you know, good times. Oh, yeah. And you were big in the club scene. I was in the club scene for a little while, yeah. What was that like? It's fantastic. There's no other place, no other scene. Like I don't know, man. Like you know, like uh, I played sports in high school, and mm -hmm. I, I was a big drinker. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, all the hot chicks were in the club scene, and it was mm -hmm. just like you, you really wanted to break it. How do you talk to girls at a club? I think that's the biggest problem with my my biggest problem with a club, like a bar. I get the workings of a bar, but a club always felt like there was like a hierarchy already built in. Like if you weren't. It's Tables, bottles that's, that's, popping, like you're not going to be with hot chicks. That's new. I mean, like that the 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 table thing's gotten out of control. Yeah. But, I mean, like uh, nightclubs in general, like you would uh, you go to a nightclub, there'd be a group of girls, you can go mm -hmm. over to them, you know what I mean, you start dancing with them, whatever. There's a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> conversation this, wasn't a thing. This guy writes, sup Jew, love the podcast. Not sure how I went 19 years living without you. Enough with the nut feathering, let's get right into it. I'm a junior at Michigan State in a top tier fraternity, and our house just got a bunch of extra money from Nationals, so we're going on a dope weekend-long semi-formal trip to Chicago. I have a 789 that I got set up with for one of our day parties last weekend, and boy, was the sex amazing. 
after she even did anal. I don't know why we needed that information, but <laughs> I don't know. That didn't make her a better chick to me. I what does he mean after? I know. After, after. Who'd she do anal with after? I don't know. <laughs> after we had sex, she did anal with she, someone else. This is crazy. Here's my problem. My 21st birthday is on the Friday that we arrive in Chicago. And the girl that I took to the day, on the day party is only 19, she, so she wouldn't be able to go to the bars with me and the boys to rage face. Do I take a chance and get set up with a random girl that's 21 who could end up being a fun time at the bars, or do I take the 789 who I know I'll have a great time with and just save the bars for back at school. What do you think? It's what? either the girl he already he already went, you know, had a great time with and they had sex and all that stuff or but she can't go to the bars or new girl that can go to the bars but he doesn't know what's going to end up. That's a tough choice. Let me right. let me let me inform him of one thing about his 21st birthday. His penis will not be in session yeah, yeah, that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his penis will be not doing office hours that no, night so true. so like let's keep that in mind that you um are not going to be the most fun version of yourself yeah in that case leave the 19 year old at home yeah but uh and and really sell her on the fact like oh i, I gotta go with my friends Got, the 21st well that's yeah. it that's kind of my 21st birthday advice i think of any big night friend night you want to dig in with the people that you like the most and you know you like the most so it's like friends you want to dig in with your boys for a 21st birthday and the best thing you can do, I think, for his sake, is to go with a setup that's a friend of yours, girlfriend's friend. Yes. So if you have a buddy with a long-term girlfriend, you want to be set up with one of her friends so and let her know it's his 21st birthday the first night and he's going to be getting out of it. It's going to be a, a 21st birthday night. Everyone knows what they're in for on a 21st birthday night, but at least the rest of the weekend, she can kind of lean on that friend a little bit if you get... You know, you know, obviously be safe and don't, you know, get yourself out of control. But I'm saying if you're going to do your 21st birthday, you want to do it with your friends and have it so that girl feels so comfortable there that she doesn't really need you to be entertaining her. Yeah, you can't bring the 19-year-old. Can't. Because no. that's an en- you got to entertain that girl. Takes you out of the game. Takes you, you out of the game, out of your 21st game. You're going to be a tour guide in Chicago for a 19-year-old. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So, you're- And you can say to her... Listen, it's my 21st. I'm going to be just going with my boys, and I don't want to make you be my babysitter. That's your way to like put her off without putting her off. But we're going to have a special night when I get back. Just when we get back, uh-huh. I'm going to disappoint you horribly. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to do some anal stuff. <laughs> I'll be right back in that butt. Just give me a week. I, I, I just think for him, especially the friend of your buddy's girlfriend – she has other places to go is really my thing. And that, that, that doesn't make it so you're in charge. You know, now it's just a group event where if it happens, it happens the next night. But you get to have your 21st birthday with your buddies. Yeah. You can also pick up a random maybe. You don't know. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ryan Reese at RR Comedy on Instagram. We're going to do one more. This is great. I'm in. Let's do one more email. Let's do what'd a, you, what'd you do for you 21st? I was in abroad in Florence and I because it was junior <laughs> abroad. I was abroad. <laughs> I was in abroad in Florence. I was Florence. in abroad in Florence. That was <laughs> it sounded like I'm in the, in the 50s. <laughs> I was in abroad in Florence. I was in uh, uh I was in Florence, Italy, and so you could already drink. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a thing. A thing, but you know, you still celebrated everyone's twenty first when you were there. So I went to a place. It was a bar called Faces, and they had a deal where it was like an amount of money all you could drink. Okay. So every night, 
It wasn't just like one night. So their their big fun thing is they would give you a bottle of champagne with a straw in it. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, look at it. You got the whole bottle to yourself. You know, so, but it was all, you know, cheap bullshit. So, but you, the deal there was that you spent, it was like 50 euro and it was all you could drink for like two hours. And we would just go there as a pregame and get totally fucked up. And then we'd end up at this other place called Yab, which stands for You Are Beautiful. And that was a nightclub, but I, I think it has a different name. I think it definitely has a different name now. But uh, their thing was that they served popcorn. And I remember it had like, I remember the popcorn was one of the best I've ever had. And I would get hammered at faces and then just be like a, literally like a fucking zombie just chewing on popcorn. And, and you'd come up to me. <laughs> I would look ridiculous because it was just me. It looked like I was standing in the middle of a snowstorm because it was just all – I just had like a ring of popcorn around my feet. And that was just – I just looked ridiculous. And then it would be like, it's time to go. <laughs> Did you, uh, you ever close any uh, Italian ladies? No, that was very tough. I hear they're very attractive. It's so hot. The women in Italy are so hot, but they're also like, uh, they're fucking not to be messed with. Like, it's it's funny that, like, American girls are seen as more personable mm. everywhere else in, in Europe. Like, they're just like, hey, like, a girl in America, like, if a guy can't, we're just nicer in this country. Mm. Like, in general, we don't give ourselves enough, enough credit. Like, if you go up to someone here, we feel badly if we don't say something nice to you. So, like, especially girls here. So, like, the Italian men, they fucking went after the American women. Because at least the American woman would look them in the eye. Italian women, if you try to talk to them, they'd be like, get to, you know, like, get away from me. What are you looking at me for? And then you have the language barrier and all that shit. So that was like a... Well, yeah, I think Italian men are so aggressive because they deal with uh, women that shut them down so hard. Yes. That their skills are, like, they're just relentless. It, it, it's just got, it, as, many, <laughs> as many troops on the beach as we can get. Yeah. Let's go. It's, it's like one of, those, uh, it's one of those things where it's like from birth. Yeah. You've just been turned down, so then they, like, they amped it up. Beautiful, beautiful, oh, beautiful. they don't stop. <laughs> Let's do a serious one. Are you ready? Uh, our, We're going to get serious. I was taking all these seriously. Okay, well, this is now what? Is the email title now what, Jared? Jared, <laughs> even I, I am starts pre- it without, without. I'm pregnant now. What? <laughs> so I've got a pretty life changing detail on this email. So before I told most of my family friends, I thought I'd share my idiocy with my favorite podcaster. Wow. So this chick started working at my office a few months ago, so naturally I thought it'd be a good idea to, sh- to get to know her, invite her to happy hours, etc. <laughs> One thing led to another, and a few weeks into her moving, uh, working there, we started hooking up. Everything was going great. It was fun and casual, and we enjoyed kind of keeping the secret around the office. That was until a few days ago when she told me she was pregnant and it was mine. Ooh. A silence falls over the stand-up New York lab studios. A great situation turned pretty scary pretty quick. She's already decided to keep it, and of course, I've made the decision to support her and be there for her. My question to you, how do I go about this? I'm a year out of school and had no plans on settling down this young, but it's become obvious that my days of drunken debauchery and acting like a jackass are now over, uh, and now I've got to start planning for a child. Be sure to send the message along to all the other dumbasses out there who, who think not being safe is cool. safer is cool. What do you think? Oh God! I, I hope they don't both work at McDonald's or something. Like, I, I, like I'm immediately, I'm like, what what guy? he's got a college education. We can yeah. all knock on wood right now. All of you listening can knock on wood right now for anyone you fucked up with. Uh, just you know, 
hoping, you know, but uh, what do you, uh, the situation's tough, but you know, this is life. Well, it sounds like they already got a plan. I don't, is he, is he asking for something or? No, he just wants to, I think he wants point of view. Point of view. All right. Well, I I think, uh, first of all, I respect this guy. Yeah. For, for, uh, him backing her. Yeah, of course. And, uh, stepping up, you know, I don't, a lot of guys want. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, here's what I'll say to him. Life isn't over. You're going to be fine. You're going to have a great life. Everything's going to be good. You know, the best thing you can do is get into it. You know, this is the situation. And it sounds like he's already kind of doing that. But, like, yeah. you know, he sounds like obviously there's the shock. And then you're like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? And, you know, no Sunday scaries can compare to his Sunday scaries right now. But I've had friends that got, you know, had, sure. uh, got pregnant early in life and had kids. And I think the best thing... That, like, I mean, your family's going to support you. Your friends are going to support you. They're going to be all there for you. They're going to be cool with it. They're going to love having a baby at the bar. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I think it's going to be hard, uh, but it all, you know, but life is a lot harder than it seems on Instagram. You know, everyone's life is hard. You know, I know when everyone's going to be, yeah, you're going to miss out on some stuff, but your, your friends are going to miss out on some other stuff. You know, you're, everyone, in general, most people want to get married, have kids, and, and all that stuff, and it, and it comes in life for all of us at different times. And yours happens to be right now. But the 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 thing is, life isn't over. That's the, that's the one thing that I'm gonna. It's gonna be just fine, and you're gonna still have fun. Like he says, like my time being a debaucherous. But yeah, a, a piece of that is gone. But you're still gonna fucking be Not, yourself there, there and have pl- fun. There are plenty of bad dads out there. Yeah. Like, you can still be debaucherous. Yeah. What are you talking about? No, but I'm saying there's gonna be uh, other ways for you to be debaucherous. But I I think. The one thing you can do, the one favor you can do for yourself, and I, I think this is advice I try to give to myself every day, is like, get into it. Fucking be positive. Have fun with it. Do all the cool shit. Give this girl the chance to see if this relationship, on yeah. the other end, see if this relationship, give this relationship the full fourth effort that it could, that it could deserve, um, and have fun with it. What about the company? What are they going to do about that? Yeah, you get, the company's going to find out, but... I mean that. Wow. I mean that's I think on the on the list of things. Well, yeah, no, just in terms of like, well, I mean, the, the company's going to find out she's pregnant, but they don't necessarily know that he's the dad. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different things that could go on there. Yeah, and I think, but now for now, in the early stages of the pregnancy, is like get to know each other. Sure, you know, like let's see if this can work, and maybe this is the best thing that ever happened to you in your entire life. Maybe it's, and I, I think may, it, it'll definitely be because you're going to have a a person that you're going to be, uh, you know, bringing up. But I think the best thing you can do for everyone is happily go into this. The, nothing's worse in any situation than the person's like being dragged along. Yeah, it's happening. You know what it's I mean? Happening. It's happening. Get on the train, fucking let's ride in the front seat. There's Yeah, you're fine. It's yeah. going to be fine. And also, you know, the, the, the main thing is life isn't over. Like you're no. going to move on. Everyone's got hard things that go on. But – these hard things are what make you the person you are, and it's going to work out. My parents uh, uh, married at 17 and 18. They did. They did, because my father got my mother pregnant. At 17 and 18. 17 and 18. Wow. Still together. Three kids. Uh, he went to law school. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a life-changing thing, but it's not an uh, But maybe game. this is what pushes you. I mean, your dad yeah. went to law school. Yeah. And... I, I got to assume part of that was like, I got a fucking kid. Let's fucking do this. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. He knuckled down and, you know, did what he had to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I think that's, like, a big part of it. Like, that's, like, you know, we forget how much, how many hours of our day is spent just having a drink and being ridiculous mm. that we could be putting into, like, if we had a kid, we'd be like, okay, well, I got to fucking buckle down. Yeah. You know, that's a constant reminder, and that could push you. I think it's going to be good. I think, I think it's going to be fine. And I like I, his attitude already, you know, that he's... he's but uh, go into it. Fucking be happy to be there. Be the fucking, you know, be be the cheerleader for everybody. This is going to be great. We're going to do it. We're going to be okay. And I think, like, you know, that positive speaking thing, It's it's been, like, I think Instagram models have, like, ruined this a lot of the time, where it's, like, you see a lot of positive quotes under, like, a butt photo, and you're like, fuck this person. Fuck positivity. But it does help you. It does yeah. help you to be like, listen... We're going to be just fine. Things are going to work out. You have that baby, and we're going to name it something funny, and we're going to dress it in shit and do fun stuff with it. And you, you ever have any <laughs> scares? Treat it like a dog. Ah, yeah, every day is a scare. Can we, I, do we get to uh, hear those stories? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, that I, the listeners of this podcast, if you listen a long time, that is like the scariest thing to me in the world. Like, I, I just think that like I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be handling it as well as this guy. Yeah. Um, but I've had. I know someone who had a very big scare and they ended up getting rid of it. Yeah. Um, which, you know, to each their own, whatever sure. you want to do. Um, but that was a tough, I got the call from him and it was like, what do I do? And it, freaking out. Like, and I said, you know, the advice for him was a lot like this one. Let's stay positive. Let's stay on the message. You know, especially you want to say if you want if someone is saying to you, I think my choice is going to be to have an abortion and all that stuff, then stay on that. Be positive. Be clapping them along. This is I'm here to help you. So I think it's the same thing with this guy, where it's yeah. like well, you're having it. Okay, that's what life is serving us. Let's fucking be positive and have fun, and have as much fun with it as possible, and be the best way we can be. We know a, a comic, one night stand, had a baby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the name thing is, so I don't want to. No, I mean, I it, it it happens. Had a baby, yeah. So you know the, but nothing. I I think going back to the advice is like if you're the person that's like, uh, dragging their feet, rolling their eyes at everything. It's just not going to be fun for anybody, and you're just gonna. That's going to be the cloud that sticks over the whole fucking thing. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ryan Reese, thank you for coming on. This hey, thanks great. for having me, man. It's a good time. At RR Comedy on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Fantastic comic. We're going to be right back with hypotheticals, and the news will be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Ryan, thank you for answering the emails. Fantastic. It's good. Yeah, it's crazy emails. It's crazy. Yeah, At, it's we get them all. Your we listeners go, are great. They open up. They they really give you uh, some serious stuff to talk about. Let us in, and we you know we play with it and try and do our best to get into this. I like the serious ones. So you know, go follow Ryan on Instagram, RR Comedy on Instagram. Man Sam, thank you for coming on. Sure, no problem, man. At Man Sam on Instagram, Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the network. What do we got? You got any hypotheticals? Oh, you got any follow-ups do, or anything? Yeah, I mean, we can do a hypothetical. Do whatever you want. Let's do. Uh, let's do this hypothetical. J Train, would you rather have a well above average dong, but only be able to get with fives and sixes, or would you rather have a well below average dick and have the hottest girls want to sleep with you? 
It's tricky because you choose. <laughs> I like when it gets into yeah, why, yeah. how I should feel about it. It's tricky because if you chose the latter, you'd le- leave every girl disappointed and most likely not interested in the next morning. However, if you chose to be packing, you would always know you'd r- never get anything better than mediocre-looking chicks. Keep in mind, this extends through relationships, so if you find yourself dating a dime, she's bound to get tired of the weak dick game. <laughs> choose wisely. <laughs> Weak dick game. That's a great fantasy football name. <laughs> well, what I'm not hearing is love. What about love? Yeah. <laughs> well, you you fall in love with the hottest chick, but you got to, you know, hey, no hey, dick. Listen, man, uh, you're going to disappoint them no matter what. doesn't matter yeah. what dick size. You will disappoint women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what would, I know what I would do. What do you do? Uh, I'd like a good-looking broad on my arm, man. Yeah. I will take the small penis. Let's go small penis, go small penis for the dimes. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't even think there's a question. Of course, you go with the hotter chick and you just work hard. So. He, here's the thing. Just get a Porsche. It's, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, get a Porsche yeah. so everyone knows. Yeah. You know, wear that label Absolutely. proud. Absolutely. I'm saying it's kind of like when you lose one of your senses, all the other senses sure. flare up. So when you're blind, <laughs> you can hear really well. When you're a small dick, that tongue gets to work. Right. So I, I think I would, I would become like a like a go down on a girl savant. So that's why I go with the smaller dick, get the dimes. But then I would really, I'd go to like the Mister. I would take classes <laughs> in going down on chicks. Well, like that not, would be it's, like it's not like non-existent dick. It's just a smaller dick. It's not yeah. a giant dick. It's so like it's daredevil. Like, you, you are daredevil can has heightened senses because he can't see. Right, a champion I'd for the a, disabled. Yes, is Jared. I, I would have a heightened, you know, mouth game. Right, because the dick game ain't strong. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Send your hypotheticals. What were you yeah, say? Well, take it to the extreme. Let's say it's like a fucking baby dick. Right, like nothing. You know what I mean? Like, just so we have the extremes. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going with the hot chicks. Yeah, of course. What, right? What different? What? Why bother? It's like having a billion dollars on a deserted island. You know yeah. what I mean? A wow. huge dick, but you can't sleep with hot shit. What? What? Why would you even bother? <laughs> to please, to, you know, <laughs> ego. Well, going back to love. Jay right? Locomotive. Would you rather date a seven seven nine or a nine nine nine? Date a seven seven nine. Okay, so seven seven nine. All right, so that's with face, face body, body personality. So seven face body personality. Or you date a nine nine nine, but she's a vegan. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good question. And though, he says, so. for the sake of argument, let's say she's a medium judgy vegan. <laughs> you can't. What do you think? What's a medium judgy vegan? I guess an average amount of judgment. Like, are you like, are you eating? You gonna eat that? You gonna eat that? Are you don't sure? you know that they kill yeah. animals? <laughs> it's cruel. I don't mind a vegan who's a vegan just to be a vegan. I mind the vegan that does it, you know, for animal's sake and this uh, whatever you. Th- I don't care what people think, but I, because you're being a dick to people, in, just to not be a dick to animals. Right. Like I go to the. You ever go to that Chloe place in the yeah. West Village? Mm-hmm. There's a place called By Chloe. It's like a. It's getting really. It's really popular. Yeah. They're all over Instagram. The girl Chloe is gorgeous. She's on all the TV shows and shit. And she, I go in there, the people in line there are the worst human beings Uh ever because they're very much, while they're saving an animal, that's at the fucking doucherie to you. Like like they're bad to people because they're going to be good to animals. They don't care about the animals. They just want to let you know that they're better than you. Yes. I'm a better person. Like who's, who's a better, who's a, 
like who's more annoying? You know, the person that's saving animals. Or, like if you're saving animals just so I have to order the fucking beet salad as an appetizer, you're fucking <laughs> my day up. You pay. You, so I'm going seven seven nine. Not the vegan. Yeah. Plus, it's, I, I agree with you. And it's limiting the choices of what restaurant you go to, what you're going to do late at night, whatever. It's like, yeah, let's just let's eat whatever we feel like whenever mm. we want. What do you think? You know, I don't uh, uh I can deal with the vegan. I can deal with it. You can deal with it? I, yeah. I would deal with it. You can deal with the eyes when you order a cheeseburger and then she's just like... Okay. No, I'd be that. <laughs> I'd be that dude that ate the cheeseburger behind her back. I, oh, you would like. You would. It would be a whole show. Like you smell like meat. They'd be like what? No, like, you know, some Jared breathed on me yeah, earlier, Jared. and he he had a bacon cheeseburger. I know, right? What a jerk. Yeah, yeah he's disgusting with his cheeseburgers. <laughs> Let's do uh, some news. You got a news story? Sneaking yeah. meat. Uh, Charlie Sheen, everybody's favorite uh, crazy person, I guess, has put it back together. He tweeted... Do you follow Charlie Sheen on Twitter, by the way? I don't. He tweets in, like, haikus. It's very weird. He'll, like... press return after you ever, everything you, you write. But you ever text with someone who does that? There's some people yeah. that text like that. There's a certain comic that does yeah. it, a very specific one that's been on this show before. He used to have a podcast on this network. Uh, Mad Dog used to do it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, Mad Dog yeah. does do that. He writes in like haiku. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Mad Dog does it. There's another comic that I know that does it's it. It's the only haiku that has a, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's. It yeah. always ends with Bubba's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen tweeted that he, he goes, Major League Baseball continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. If called upon... I'd be honored. He wants to throw out the first pitch. Well, at a, Charlie Sheen game. is also a huge collectibles guy. Yeah. He has like one of the biggest sports collections. He like lends shit to like Hard Rock Cafe. Like shit. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. He's like one of those. He has everything. Right. If I know, I'm pretty positive about that. Yeah. But he also, I think it's funny that he thinks. <laughs> including uh, <like>, AIDS. <laughs> including AIDS. I, I, I think it's everything. funny. He's, He's got, got everything. Everything. So I, I think it's funny that he, this is uh, what happens. When you're super famous like him, he thinks that the biggest part of one of the top five parts at least, or four parts, because there's four games. Right. One of the top four things in the history of Cleveland Indian sports, or Cleveland Indians baseball is that he played a role that was happened to be where Cleveland was the team. Yeah, Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn. Yes. Yeah, of course. So how insane is he? <laughs> right. That's like when I watched Michael Moore get up and do stand-up here. I watched him, like, it was like eight people, and he's like, he, at one point he was like, one day you'll tell your grandkids <laughs> about this. And, he's like, and I was thinking, I was like, who's going to tell their fucking grandkids? <laughs> About the, who cares? Yeah, first, I have to explain to them who Michael Moore was. Yeah, <laughs> like that guy who looked greasy and made a bunch of movies. Uh, documentaries, yeah. not really. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about him throwing at the first pitch? Uh, they're not going to let him do it. Yeah, they're not going to let him. I mean, he's, uh, just for the fact that he's uh, just tarnished his reputation so much, I don't think that Major League Baseball wants to be associated with. The only way I'd let him do it is if he shaved into the back of his head oh, yeah, the, uh, the design. They're going to let him do it. They're going to let him. Exactly. That's the he's only way I'd let him do it. Bullpen. It's like, a wild you, thing. Yeah. You shave the back of your head yep. in the Vaughn way, and we'll make it happen. Absolutely. That's, it, that would be the deal I'd run through him. In Major League Two, he's dating his agent, and her yeah, name yeah. is Flannery. 
Is it really? Yeah, a little trivia. There's a little fun fact for everyone. <laughs> there you go. Let's do a follow-up email. we got a couple of follow-ups. Ryan, thank you for coming on. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for having at me. At RR Comedy on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Mansamp, thank you for bringing the news. Yeah, anytime, Hypothetical man. at Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the network. J-Train, I listened to your old episodes where you talk about different Rush events. I thought your advice was spot on, and I wanted to share one of my fraternity's favorite Rush events. We call it Wine and Cheese. Basically, it's an event where we take our favorite rushes and most significant bros, e-board, e-council, and various chairs, etc., and have a dress-up date function. We get about 20 boxes of Franzia, mostly sunset blush. <laughs> Fuck that white wine bullshit. <laughs> I like the, I like this line in the sand. Yeah. We're only doing sunset blush. <laughs> most significant bros is such a great band name, by the way. <laughs> most significant. <laughs> the Sig Bros. Yeah. Very little cheese and go insane. This event is great because, A, everyone gets hammered in nice clothes, practically informal. <laughs> B, bros bring hot dates who, are, who further convince rushes to accept their bids if they get one. C, uh, we can see if the rushes can handle their alcohol, also if they can pull. <laughs> if any of your audience likes this idea, feel free to steal it. I'll give J-Train the credit since I don't want him to say my name. Love the podcast. Keep with the good work. P.S. Send all shit pics and dick pics to Shotzi94. S-C-H-O-T-Z-I-E 94 on Snapchat. Fellow listener of this podcast would love to meet the audience. Fire away. Sup, Jew bro? Remember the episode with Noah G where someone made a reference to the Jews never having nice things or something like that, but someone said, wait, we got the Berns- we got the Berensteins, the popular kids show and books with the family of bears? <laughs> well, people have been saying that they remember that uh, that show always being called the Ber- Berensteins, but if you look it up, it's actually called, spelled Berenstains. The Mandela Effect is a conspiracy theater that people believe is proof of time travel or alternate universes. Where did this come from? I truly have no idea. <laughs> and where certain small things are changed without people noticing them diff- being different, but people claiming to have believed it be a certain way. Other examples are Sex in the City, supposedly the show's original name, and actually be calling Sex and the City. Have you ever personally experienced the Mandela Effect? If so, what was it? When do you think uh, this whole alternate... Oh man, this probably you know another place. It is the Berenstain Bears, but I still consider them a nice Jewish bear family, yeah, so I don't care. Course. It's not going to change my mind. Other than that, your podcast is the shit. Give it the good work. Send shits and tits to Eddie underscore Samoza on Snapchat. E D D Y underscore S O M O Z A. I don't know if this counts to what he's talking about, but I used to think it was uh, played by year. You know, like when you do that oh, expression, play it but it's played by ear, like, oh, we'll just improv a, a song. You know what I mean? We'll figure See, it out. See, I think out, all but, that shit isn't right. like, I don't think that's an alternate universe. I think this is just chippy. It's like uh, like songs that get sung differently. It's just because people hear it different. Oh, sure. Strong medium. As a, fellow, as a follow-up to the Malia Obama news of trying to be a regular teenager, discussed there in the news portion from the one and only Mansamp, some background. I'm a college junior attending a school in D.C., engineering students, so don't expect this to be written well. At the end of the summer, one of my bros brought a couple of us to some rando chick's super pretentious 21st rooftop pool party in downtown D.C. Apparently, one of the birthday girl's friends knew Malia Obama very well and said she was going to stop by. We saw two jack motherfuckers who we assumed were the Secret Service come up and scout the place out. Obviously, there were a lot of booze for 21st birthday, and Malia's not 21 yet. So Malia comes up from the elevator and instantly swarmed by a ton of drunk kids. Within two minutes, she said she had to leave. So many drunk assholes made her coming uh, there too much of a deal. It sucks that everyone puts her on a pedestal. 
uh, which doesn't allow her to be a real college kid, although she's going to Harvard and has done a great in high school, I guess. She still hasn't really accomplished anything and should be treated like a normal kid. Just sucks, man. Um, my chance to hook up with the president's daughter was, <laughs> <laughs> was just thrown away from some junk douchebags. Nuts feathers. Shout out to my bro who loves the podcast more than I do. At Alex1228. Uh, that's funny. We talked about that a while back. These Some of these are from way back when, but... Uh, it does suck that she, but I guess that's why I would think a president's kid would mature faster. Oh yeah, than anyone because they have to be with adults at all time. Like it, you just can't be with drunk dude who's like, "Yo, Malia." You know, like, <laughs> no, it's just not appealing. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Do you think the Secret Service let it happen? You know what I mean? Like, because like I'm sure she tells them like, "Hey guys, just hang back." Yeah, I just, think I think they let, I think they would have to. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the movie First Kid. <laughs> well, I know, how, I know how Sinbad handled it, <laughs> so I get it. No, yeah, they probably they are. They're probably just like watching but not judging kind of thing. Yeah, like, if something think, bad's gonna go down, they'll stop it. Obviously, but listen, drinking before twenty one, we all did it. Yeah. I, I think you know, and she's gonna be fine. Barry seems like he he would get it too. Totally. Uh, yeah, I so. like him. I like that it was a, such a sweet beginning email. Like, they weren't treating her like a normal kid, and that just sucks. Plus, I couldn't bang her. Oh, fuck! Damn didn't even it. Get my chance. Oh. And she totally would have. <laughs> I, uh, I, I love Obamacare. Just letting you know. <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. At our comedy on Instagram. Thank you for ha- uh, coming on. Super funny comic. Go get involved. Go follow him. Man Sam, thank you for coming on as well. Thanks, dude. At Man Sam and Man- Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday. Tuesday and Friday with your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I am JTrain56 on all platforms and especially Snapchat. Keep sending those uh, pictures you guys listening. We'll be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!